Support for this podcast comes from Smart Water. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smart Water Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. We are back, Eurobash 36. Woo-hoo. It's happening again. We're full of energy. We're trying to bring it up because we, we're both ill at the moment. <laughs> so we need, <laughs> we need to cheer ourselves up for this one. How are you all doing? Here comes Noel. Noel, how are you? I am great. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm trying to get through this. And we're happy. We're happy. We had loads woo. of mixed martial arts the weekend. There's been loads of stuff going on. I've had about an hour of sleep and yeah. 48 hours. Woo! Game of Thrones to watch later everything, on. Everything. Everything yes, is happening. It's all happening. Can you feel the excitement Ooh. in the room? Boom. People? Yeah. Shaboom. Right, let's hit these headlines. Darren Till and Leon Edwards are vying Ooh. for a call-up to fight Robbie Lawler following Tyron Woodley's withdrawal from UFC Minneapolis. That happens on June 29th. We're going to call him from now, Tyron Woodley. <laughs> what do you think of that, first of all? Are you surprised to see Till coming in? Yeah, yeah I, want, I want Darren. I've said this vocally. I want Darren. You said it vocally. Well, That's the only way you can say that things. Is, that is, yeah. I don't really think when I'm this hard. Um, no, I want to see, I want to see Tilly take a little bit of time off and I want to see Darren go to 185 pounds, um, adjust the body as we've talked about a lot in the past. And I just feel uncomfortable returning after that head injury as well. It was a nasty, nasty knockout. One for the ages. One punch KO. Like it's yeah, as bad man. as they get really, you it know, is. like. It is, and I, I'd love to see Darren go to 185, and I'd love to see Darren just take, just, just get it right, just get it right, not jump back into anything. Uh, that's that's one I, I don't want to see at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and especially like he's talking about 175, like he, he obviously can't make you know 170 on that short notice. So yeah, like I'd be, I tend to agree with you. I'd love to see Leon Edwards get that fight. I Definitely. doubt, I, I doubt he will though. Like this is the thing. Like I mean. Like, it's also Robbie Lawler. You're trying to get Robbie Lawler to be interested in a fight. This man's a legend. And, you know, I, I think that they're going to actually have... Like, like still, Peter, enough hasn't been made of this. Why? I he, know. It, it really bugs me that it, Leon it Edwards... It annoys, it infuriates me. If it's any, you know, if it's, if it's a lot of other fighters, this is fight's been made already. The UFC have really um, made a poor decision here. It's very disrespectful again, as Leon said before that fight. He felt he was disrespected by um, the promotion. And I obviously we'll be hearing from him later on. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, it is. It's just disappointing. The UFC have had a massive opportunity there to promote a guy on this side of the pond who's on a massive winning streak, taking out loads of the good guys in the division. And they failed to recognize it, failed to see it, failed to do it. Give him a fucking good fight. I want that fight. Like, I think that's a perfect fight. I mean, Robbie Law is a former champion. He, like, as we talk about today with Leon... He just needs a fight now to bridge that gap into the title conversation. Yeah, exactly. You have seven fight win streak. You know, I won't ruin too much of it. We'll let Leon talk about it later. Yeah. But I mean, every welterweight wants this fight. Yeah. Sergio Ponzinibbio, um, you know, there was every, go- uh, really, there was a uh, Dos Santos. Lincoln. Sergio. Yeah. Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> Did I call him Sergio, Sergio Ponzinibbio? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, but every welterweight wants it. I mean, do you think they will find an opponent for Robbie there? Yeah, like, there's guys, you know, willing to step up and take it. Yeah. So, if Robbie doesn't want any of Leon Edwards, um, you know, it, it is. It's a perfect fight. Robbie's been faltering a little bit, obviously, since he lost his world title. Um, it, it just depends on what plans the UFC have for Leon Edwards. And for me, at the moment, they don't really seem to like Leon for some reason. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's massively it's disrespectful. Um, let's talk about what happened at KSW 49 very quickly. We'll get into it later, of course. Uh, Roberto Saldic successfully defends his welterweight crown with a one, first round one punch knockout of Christian Kajabowski. Uh, Scott Askham got a third round KO over Michael Materla in their rematch. He is now the KSW middleweight champion and what a way he did it with that flying knee. Unreal. Um, during the broadcast on KSW, KSW announced the, their 50th event, which will be in uh, Wembley in London, September 14th. Uh, they've also said that the Freeze, Askham, Narcoon, and Yanakowski will be on that. We've also seen Chris Fields and Yannick Bahadi verbally agree. I think that's a fight that yeah. um, that would add a lot to the to the event. Um, interesting there uh, for me, September 14th is the same day as UFC Amsterdam. So, I mean... It, that's that's going to be quite a day for European MMA, I'd imagine. Yeah, but yeah. it's like can like I mean we've seen these UFC cards; they don't really bring it a lot for the European ones. Like I mean, does, do they have chance of having like more interest with the diehards fans on the KSW card? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I think we've seen that in Europe, and I think it's something that we've always said over the years, even when we're doing uh, our old show talking brawls, and we used to say, you know, the lack of real sort of star talent on these cards. Um, may have sort of damaged the market. And yeah. I think maybe it's catching up on the UFC now. As we saw the numbers at London, they were decent. Yeah. Um, you know, Bellator seems to be taking a lot of, um, of, of the European fans here. It seems to be, um, well, the online traction certainly seems to be leaning towards Bellator, um, in my opinion. So yeah, maybe it is a case. And I think KSW, in terms of what they've done, the shows they put on, uh, even in terms of production, the fights that we're getting, the matches that are being made, Really, man, like you can't really argue that why people are tuning in because they're they're so exciting. You know, obviously it feels big. You know, like they make it feel big. They make every event. This is a big thing that's happening here. And look, it's the fiftieth event, the milestone Mm. event. Like they're gonna pull out all the stops, aren't they? they? They've done really well with the English fighters as well, and and they're teeing that card up. You know, we obviously talk about Scott Askham, Phil DeVries, and two world champions now from England. And Norman as well. And Norman, yeah, from from Norman was was brilliant again the other night. Uh, Really polished grappling performance from Norman. Norman. We'll get onto that later. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, listen, they're doing great things. Well done to Martin Lewandowski uh, and what he's done with that promotion and, and Maciek Kowalski and Maciek and and you'll see a lot of uh, Irish fans go over from that. A lot of Polish community here in Ireland, as we Sean saw. Sean Denny will be there. Sean Denny will certainly be there, <laughs> and obviously a big you know Polish community as well in London, and they no problems uh, more or less selling that yeah. out the last time as well. So the SSE Arena in, uh, in Wembley, it's great stuff, great news. Uh, Ross Pearson had a successful boxing debut on Wednesday, second round stoppage over Salar King. Uh, there's been an addition to the Bellator London card. It's uh, Justin Burlinson, that uh, that uh, undefeated prospect. He's going to take on Wandel Lewis. Um, and I, I believe that you know Fabian Edwards seems to be saying he has a fight there going for that as well. Yeah, I, don't know I saw that. I against. saw that on, uh, on Twitter. He was saying he had a fight as well. So that's interesting. I've been trying as well. to sniff around. No one wants to fight him. Yeah, I mean it's. it's yeah, like I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing who it is. I hope it's someone decent. Um, yeah. So what were you going to? Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say. I didn't know Tyrone Spong is boxing now. I was just having a look around today, and just, yeah. he's twelve and out. Yeah, as a boxer. Put him just, in there just, against just, no, yeah, just Deontay like, Wilder. Just a blast in the past. I saw Rashad Evans has obviously been inducted into the Hall yeah, of Fame yeah. and their good pals. Yeah, yeah. What's Tyrone Spong up to? And I saw he's the world WBC Latino heavyweight champion. He's European. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Well, that man is from Europe. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, right, uh, this Guiana, is, huh? Suriname. That's where Suriname. his family are from. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, they have a huge community actually in, in, That's in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that. Play but, um, 
Yeah, so let's get on to the first interview of the day. It's with uh, Leon Edwards. Leon is pushing for that fight, as we say, to bridge the gap. He wants Robbie Lawler. He wants Rafael Dos Anjos. Man, just give him the fight. Give him a fight where he give can... Give him a fight. Like, give him a good fight. Like, yeah. You know? Come on. Like, Look, this is like the third it's podcast where we've been doing it's this. A it's a joke. And the UK fans should be getting behind him. And I feel like they did. Do you know when he put out the thing to try and get, to, like, to obviously try and align himself with yeah. the Robbie Lawler? Fight? I like that. I think there was a lot more energy behind mm. that now. And even before he had tweeted that, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, I want Edwards to fight him. Yeah. I but, think it solves okay. the situation for the UFC. Because look, he's clearly pissed off. Like, like you can't keep doing this to the guy. Yeah. It's the same situation he was in after Cerrone. 100%. I totally agree with you. But like, you just go, what are their plans for him? It's just, it's just very weird. Yeah. Unless something's gone on that we, you know, we don't know about. I don't about. think it is. Like, he's not, he's not a guy to rock the boat even. Like, you know, he doesn't really, he doesn't go crazy. He's like, yeah. but I don't know, man. I just hope he gets sorted out because it's a bit of a joke. It's a, no, it's not, a, it's be, it's a fucking piss take. Okay. It is. No, you're probably, yeah. um, well, look, and here's Leon Edwards. And as advertised, I'm now joined by UK's top welterweight, of course, Mr. Leon Edwards. Leon, how are you? I've been dying to see what's going to happen with you after that Gunnar Nelson uh, win. Any news? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Um, there, there, there's no news at the moment. I'm, I'm still pushing for a, a big fight. So I, I was hoping to step in for that Rob, that, that, that Robert Lawler fight, but I heard nothing yet. So I don't know. Yeah, I saw you, uh, you kind of putting your name in the hat and a serious amount of traction you got there as well. I mean, when, yeah. when I, when I thought about that fight, even before you had tweeted that, I saw so many people online saying, this is the fight Leon needs to get him into that title mix. Is that what you see it as as well? Yeah, 100%. Um, Rob is a, is a former champion. Um, he's a big name in the sport. So, uh, I, I felt going in there, um, dismantle Robbie and I should, I should have a title shot after that. But since, since the weekend, RDA, he went on the one, got a good win as well under his belt. So that that'll be a good fight as well. So we 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 wait and see and see see what they come with. Yeah, what did you think of that, Sanya? So, like, I mean, I I knew it was going to be a close fight, but I felt like he was yeah. really really good in there against Lee, right? Yeah, yeah, he was good. He, he, he performed well, man. Um, he's on a two two loss skid. So to come back and to beat somebody like um like Lee, it proved. You prove a point, so he's a former former world champion as well. Um, so that that'd be a good fight for me. I think he's ranked number he's ranked um number four. So that'd be get him, and then the title shot would be good. It does. It does feel like that. That is the situation you're in now. Like you, you could just be one off, right? Is that is that what you're seeing? You just need the guy to bridge the gap from there into the title conversation, right? Exactly. I I I'm I'm on a seven fight win streak now, so I I feel one more fight. Will put me eight fight win streak, and uh, I, I, I'll accept nothing else apart from a title shot. So I'll sit and wait. You know what I mean? So I, I believe after one more, I feel like a high, high, high ranked opponent. Um, I, I deserve a title shot. You know, we we talk about this an awful lot, and I don't want to put you on the spot uh, about this or anything like that. But me and my co-host Noel McGrath, we yeah. speak about it every week. Um, we we feel like the UFC are are absolutely disrespecting you. You know, yeah. like I mean. The Masvidal and Askren situation, it's just, how did they not make that fight, you know? Like, what else needs to happen for you to put a fight together? It's, it's, it's actually infuriating, you know? Like, um, and, and Masvidal wouldn't even talk about it. It's like, dude, you can't do that to someone and then not actually get in the octagon with them. That's, that's really how, how everybody over here feels, it seems, you know? Yeah, exactly, brother. I, I, I feel exactly the same way. I feel that that was a fight to make. Um, he did what he did. He went, he went running in. I feel that was a fight to make. I think the UFC actually offered him the fight, 
and then he turned it down. You know what I mean? So that shows what kind of pussy he is. And but well, his day will come, and I'll see him again. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, is it is it like when the UFC are speaking to you now? Are they offering you those those prime fights, or do you feel like they're still offering you guys, you know, that that won't bridge that gap to the title that we saw? Um, yeah, I I I, I offer from the fight that one one will bridge the gap. You know what I mean? I like I said, I see, I think we're one fight away. So for me now to go go and take like a like a random fight that does nothing for me, nothing for my career, and so I I I I I feel I should get. A top five opponent next hundred percent, and then after that should be a title shot. Uh, realistically, I should I should have title shot already. Yeah. I, I, I'm on seven fight win streak, the second most to, to the champion. So I feel I should have a title shot eight um, already. So one more fight then is a title shot for me. Do you have a preference when it comes to Lawler and Dos Anjos? Like, uh, I mean, I think I, I, I think a lot of people got excited about the idea of you and Lawler, but does it even matter to you? Like, is there a fight you prefer there? Um, not really. I probably prefer um, um, Dos Santos because he's ranked number four and um, he's, he's a former world champion as well. So I probably prefer that fight if um, if, if, if I had a choice. But it doesn't matter to me. They're both big names and... I feel going out there and beating both men will, will put me in top contention. Like I saw, I saw like Darren Till coming out there and tweeting it as well, and obviously yeah. got, got a lot of traction. But I was like, surely they can't do this to Leon again. You know, no they way. can't. They can't do no this way. again. <laughs> he, he needs to go for a kid. Go, go try to get his trim back. So I don't understand where, where he's coming from. He's on a two fight losing skid. Got stopped both times. I don't feel like he's got no saying when when he fights or where he fights. So uh, I don't know where he, where he came from. But if you're Robbie Lawler, you might look at that and think that's an that's like you know if he's coming off that knockout loss, maybe like you know I have a better chance in yeah, here against yeah, yeah. a guy like Leon who was just out grappled Gunnar Nelson. You know, like yeah. it's just do, do you see the sense in it that way? Like I mean, these guys might think uh, you're you're a trickier fight. You know, like there's no yeah. you're so well rounded. Do you think that is the problem? They're kind of going like I'm sacrificing so much against this guy who seems to be strong in all areas. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel that's what they say. No, no, none of them want to lose. Um, Robert Lawler probably got what another two fights left in him. So I think he's, he's probably picking his fights now and picking carefully. I, I, I'm, I'm, too, I'm dangerous. Um, more than all these guys, I'm well-rounded. I'm a great, I'm, I'm fucking one great best strikers, great best grapplers. Uh, I, I feel like I'm number one in this sport, and I just need, need, need to fight now just to prove my case. Um, I'm going out there, I'm out grappling. Going and announcing them, going at them, I'm out striking Cowboy Cerrone. So I, 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 I feel now uh, I, I deserve the respect on um, my name. I uh, want one more fight. I, I, I'll be a world champion. Does it excite you the fact that like it seems to be new guys coming into the division as well? Like you have um, Nate Diaz and Pettis there as well. Like it, it, there is exciting names, right? And when I see them names, I'm thinking about your situation. I'm like, this is what he needs. He needs a guy like this to go in there against and prove himself, and then that will launch him again. So there does seem to be more options going on at welterweight, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's more options now. There's guys moving up, guys moving down. So. There, there is more options, you know what I mean? So hopefully, um, I'm trying to see how the division plays out at the moment and then go from there. Um, like I said, I would have loved the Marcelo fight. That would have been great. Um, but now all, everyone's matched up yeah. in, in, in top five. So I'm, I'm trying to see how the, how the division plays out and then go from there, really. Because um, I don't feel now a, a random fight would do nothing for me. Um, so, yeah, I feel well. Um, see how the division plays out. 
I'll pick from there. Are you surprised they haven't gotten touch with you yet? Like, I mean, like, are you surprised that you don't have a matchup yet? Were you, were you anticipating after London, like, you know, we'll get straight back in there, we'll try and get a fight as soon as possible? Was that your plan, or were that, you that, happy that, 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 that wasn't my plan. My plan was to go three or four times this year. Um, I want to go in London. I want to go again in June, July. Um, so that, that, that wasn't my plan. And I thought my sort of fight was a perfect fight to make after everything that happened backstage and after I, I'm winning, I won the call main, you won, you won the main. I thought that was a perfect fight to make. And now they brought in Ben Askin, he's like, <laughs> he, he's like one of the worst black strikers there is and just threw him, threw him into top six. It's just a, just a mad, mad game and. Yeah, it is what it isn't. Let's keep away. I feel like this has happened before. Like, I feel like this has happened to you so often, though. Like, I mean, after the Cerrone win as well, we were kind of in a similar situation. Like, why aren't we hearing something? Like, where, where is the fight? Like, is is it getting to the stage now where you just don't even, you try not to think about it? Because I'm sure it's infuriating, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, 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 it is infuriating. And like you said, to be to be doing your job and being all these top guys, the claims top guys. and Um... Well, it, it does it does get to you sometimes, but I think you got to be focused on your main goal, which is to be a world champion. So that's what keeps me up um, every day and keep pushing every day. So my goal is to be a world champion, and I will be a world champion by the end of this year or early next year. Yeah, we're just with Cameron Usman, Leon. You know, obviously we know it's been such a long time. It's the last defeat you have. You've been you've you've completely transformed as a fighter now. I mean, do you do you often look back on that fight and think about how different it could be this time around? Yeah, hundred percent. I've I've watched that fight many times and I've replayed it in my head many times. And I I I, I was a young man, young man back then. Um, when me and the first fought, and I I feel now I know that the fact that I can go out there and beat him, I've improved <laughs> leaps and bounds since the first fight. Um, competing against him, so I knew I know I'll, I'll be a world champion soon. Um, after getting that rematch. Um, I gotta ask you about Fabian's latest win. Um, impressive, and again, the the guy turned out to be um, you know, using PEDs. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, right? I mean, that that was a pretty crazy finish. The up kick to standing KO. I mean, um, lovely. What, did you like that one yourself? I mean, what was the reaction yeah. to that? That that that, that was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> to get free to get free free up kicks, <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. So to go get free up kicks, then to finish him the way he finished him. It's, it's good to see. Um, he, he's a great talent, and I would love for him one day to join me into the UFC and to, to take over the UFC. Yeah, I feel like he he really can make a big big wave over there in Bellator, right? Like I feel like he's one of the best um, blue chip prospects we really have in the UK. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, hundred percent. After this London card, I mean, it, it seems like he has a fight on that. I feel like I, I really can't wait to see him go over go over to challenge the US guys. The guys at the top of that middleweight division in Bellator. Is that what you're looking forward to as well? Um, yeah, exactly. I think he's got like a five fight deal with Bellator, and I think he's going he's going again in in in, in June. So that'd be like a about two fights left of his contract. So I I I, I would like to think join me in the UFC to be honest with you. Um, so. Hopefully you can get the bouts in Bellator in in them five fights and then um, join me in the USA. I love for him. That, that that would be an amazing story to have me and my brother in 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 the USA smashing it up. Yeah, it would be incredible. Like, and I like he could be one of those guys. Like, it feels like the guys that can go from Bellator to UFC, they have to be in that top percent, right? They have to be in that rarefied air. The very, very yeah. good guys, like the the top of the top of the food chain. Do you believe he is good enough to to be one of those guys? Yeah, hundred percent. I, 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 he's a great talent. He's, he works hard in the gym, and 
I, I believe right now he's, he's one of the best, like you said, prospect they got in, in, in Bellator. There's no one else that can, I can think of coming up now in the Bellator that can do everything. He, he's a great grappler. He's a great he's a knockout power in, in anything he throws. And I, I, I 100% feel he could get a belt in Bellator or join me in the USA. So he, he's a great talent. Leon, thank you so much for your time. Just one more question before you go. And I know this is very yeah. annoying for me to constantly keep asking you about when you're going to be fighting, etc. But what do you think is most likely? Like, I mean, do you do you feel like either Lawler or Dos Anjos is the way this is going to go? Like, do you, are you confident that they will give you that? I, I'm not confident enough for the USA. I feel <laughs> like they, 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 they've proved they, they've proved me wrong many times. I, I always thought I was gonna get oh, this. This is the fight. This is the fight. And, they, they 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 never do it. So I I I don't know. I will go to Sweden next week. I think I'm gonna try and meet with um with Sean Shelby and try to see what he's got to offer and what he's saying and go from there. But apart from that, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. How how moment. how are you going backwards in the rankings? That's what I don't understand. I feel like you were number nine <laughs> and now you're number eleven. I'm well, like, man, how did that happen? He keeps winning. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, the more win, the more the back, the more. Look more or less I go ranked. It's like yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't. I don't get game. it. It's a weird. It's a weird game, bro. I, I think like six fighters above me. They're all on like back to back losses, and it's just a it's a mad game, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can't even make sense of it. Yeah, like what? What is going on here? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Well, Leon, you're a gentleman. That you always give us uh, plenty of time, and I, we really appreciate it, man. And I really, really oh, hope we get some good news here soon because I feel like the UK fans are getting pissed off at this stage. To be honest, I feel like people are genuinely going, "Like, what? What the hell is going on here?" You know? Exactly, bro. I, I, like, I'm, I'm the best fighter out of the UK at the moment. There's no one else that can say that that's better than me coming from the UK. You know what I mean? So, um, we will see what the UFC comes with next, and we we go from there. All the best, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. Great to hear from Leon there. Um, I mean... Give him the fight. It's it's annoying. We'll keep... We're just going to keep on yeah, saying yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, if we don't yeah, move yeah, on. But Jesus yeah, right. Christ. Sorry to doubt. Get the finger out, UFC. Right, let's take a look back at what happened um, over the weekend. It was an action-packed one. Another 24-hour shift for PD. Um, so... Javier Desanos took a, a fourth round submission win over Kevin Lee in the main event of UFC Rochester. But let's talk about the the only European we had in action that night and a surprise defeat as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I really, I'll, I'll be completely honest. A lot of people like, you know, I thought that Danny Roberts was going to go in there and teach this guy, like basically just show the a gulf, like a big gulf between him and Pereira. Because if you look at Pereira's record, look at the guys he's been facing. He's nowhere near as good uh, as Danny Roberts. Um, but look, we all saw what happened. Basically, Danny didn't put a glove on the guy. He was absolutely overwhelmed by this ridiculous style. It's fantastic to watch. Don't get me wrong. Brilliant. An amazing debut. One of the most talked about debuts in recent memory. Yeah. Um, but it was a bad KO. Like, and look, um, look, you, you talked about this last week. Yeah. And, um, you're right. You're dead right. Um, we've seen, that's three bad, bad kind of losses we've seen now in terms of damage. Like, like, uh, if you want to go back through them, the, the mm. Mike Perry in Manchester, which we talk about an awful lot in this show. Uh, we also talk about the, the Talib, uh, knockout and now this one. And this one's bad, you know? What, what, what do you see for Danny going forward? Listen, um, first and foremost, I hope Danny's okay. Um, Great guy, like. Lovely guy, really friendly guy. Um, 
very respectful guy. But when you're getting knocked out like that, um, three really bad knockouts um, in short succession, I'd just love to see Danny take a year out maybe and just take just get his head together because, listen, your head can't be right after knockouts of that severity. Very worrying and concerning. I don't really know where Danny goes from here because it's, you know, he's got no consistency in terms of putting a really good win streak together in the promotion. It's a tough one for me and, and you know, he's not really getting on these European cards anymore either. He's sort of the UFC where they're placing him on um, sort of fight night cards in the US. And I don't really understand that logic as well from the UFC. I'd, I, you know, I'd like to see him on the European cards. I would have preferred to see him in Sweden, possibly in the summer. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's something along the lines of what we were talking about Darren Taylor a little bit earlier on. Take a little bit of time out, reassess what you're going to do and um, and then give it a go. You know, get, get that head together. The size difference was yeah. really notable. Like, I mean, that was probably the first... Like, I mean, all up until this fight started... Like, all the way up until I didn't really think there was going to be any trouble. But then, just when I saw the size difference, I was like, oh, you can't let this guy hit you. Like, you know, yeah, the- I think what happens with Danny sometimes, well, sorry for cutting over you there. Um, I think sometimes when he gets hit, he looks so technically good at times, but when he gets hit, it goes out the window. I, I did feel like there was a there was a certain time there where he got hit with a body shot, and it hit him, and it was good contact. And you kind of see him going like, hang on a second, yeah, who th- is this guy? That, that's what I mean. And yeah, it, yeah. That's what, it's reckless abandon. It goes out the window. Technique goes. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gets caught. Yeah. And that's what I felt against for watching. I, right. And Perry was the same. Exactly I, the same. I even feel like the reason why he was there was because he was so pissed off with what mm. happened with Claudio Silva yeah. in, in London. Yeah. And he was like, I'm just going to get back in here and get back to winning ways. And mm. this is going to be like, you know, it's tough, man. This is this is the Herc business. It's, it really is. And, you know, my heart went out to him. You know, yeah, that was such a, a lovely lad. When I, it's hard. To, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's in a tough situation as you said and you know I, d- I agree with you i think it's you know maybe time to take some time off yeah, and, and right. reassess and i hope he's okay and i you know yeah it's it's tough to see that and then um, i think we sort of look at you know maybe along the lines of kobe cody garbrandt you know th- that sort of thing yeah and, you know in the fight and it's something you need to address i know a lot of fighters are like that you know paul felder as we, as we know well um very like that sometimes and yeah, it, it seemed to be the case for me, but yeah, I'd, I'd just take a bit of time off, get the head together, and then, you know, eight months, you know, I wouldn't be mm. rushing back in there at all. Let's just quickly come yeah. through the card, right? Yeah. Um, Kevin Lee did not make that big, um, impactful debut at Welterweight. And look, we were saying last week, Dasanios is right there. He's right there on the verge of the title. He's in the, he's number three in the division. Was it, in hindsight, was it a, was it a step too far from the UFC to match him straight away at the top of the division? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. I think so. I think she should give him a fight or two beforehand, um, tune up fights. But Kevin's that kind of guy you wants to get right in there in the mix. But I just, with Kevin, you know, maybe, and I don't want to go out saying this, maybe, you know, everything that's sort of gone on in the last couple of years with Kevin, obviously, you know, his, his very, very close friend. I know we spent time with Kevin and Robert Follis. I, I, I thought exactly the same thing. Ever the same. You just... Like how do you replace the the most central figure in in your whole coaching staff? And of 100%. course, you don't want to be talking about it all the time and creating that kind of negative energy around yourself. But he's never really addressed it. He's, yeah. he's never really addressed it. He said, you know, to the media. I remember before. I don't want to talk about this. Let's not talk about this. So um, that could be an underlying issue for me um, with Kevin. I just don't. Think we've seen the same Kevin since Robert passed, and maybe Kevin again, like we said with Donnie Roberts. Go back to the drawing board, assess things, and maybe take a little bit of time out. I'd like to see Kevin take a little bit of time out. 
Absolutely. Ian Hoynish continues to amaze me. Yeah. What a story this man is. Yes, he was in a Spanish prison, but no, he is not European. But um <laughs> what what a fantastic. Oh, we might as well claim him. <laughs> he spent enough He's time in Europe. Yeah. If you spend over two weeks in Europe, you're basically one yeah. of us. Um Chicago Silva's European now as well. What an amazing <laughs> run this guy has had. Uh Cesar Muchanch and now uh Antonio Carlos Jr., who's shoe faced, amazing fighter. Yeah. You know, Obviously that Tom Breeze fight didn't happen, but wow, this guy is unbelievable. Like I, I, like after the first round, I was like, this is going to be a nightmare for him. And then he, somehow he found it within himself to do that. And I really feel like he is one of these guys that has such a tremendous self-belief that, uh, he's knocking on the door already. Oh, <laughs> sound effects and all. No, he is, man. You know, we talked about this. This division is one of those divisions. You put string two or three wins together. Yeah. Good name like that. You're right in the mix. I was impressed. Um, really polished performance, a guy you need to seriously watch out for in the coming months. Felicia Spencer overwhelmed Megan Anderson, uh, Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson is... No surprise, I'm not... Yeah, look, I know, I know, but it's, it's actually, it's actually like, what the hell? Because like, if you remember before she came in, this is the only natural 145er, this is the only one that can take on Chris Sober, she's a million miles away from that. Million miles away, even when she came in, and I've been quite vocal about this, she, she just, she comes in and she just throws reckless abandon. You know, she keeps her, but look, her she hands looked so down. good in Invicta. You know, how is it? How has it gone this way? How has it gone this way that you know this you girl know, was a champion of Invicta? She comes up against another champion of Invicta the other night, and it's just that the, the, talent, one the, round. the talent pool is not there at that weight class. And um, Felicia Spencer, as good as she was, um, you know, Megan Anderson for me, I, I was not surprised at all. Um, leaves herself very open to a range of um problems and Felicia Spencer took full advantage and ultimately choked her out and it was uh it was a very poor performance from uh, Megan Anderson. And look we look back at the Katz and Gano fight, like that was a that was a pure freak of a fight. You know, I don't even really Bring give her. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I think I think Kat would have really damaged her that night if that Like I mean gone. how do you think that fight would go if they did it again? Honestly like Kat and, and Megan. Kat would probably win the f- within the end of the first round. Yeah I think so too. Uh, and I think I, so too. And I'd love to see them run it back, but it probably won't now. But yeah. I, I just feel like there's an, a missing ingredient there in that recipe. Like I just, yeah. I, I feel like I don't know something's up. Um, Vincente Luque overcame a quick surge from uh, newcomer Derek Kranz, who set up on uh, short notice to face him. Uh, got the first round victory. He's on a great run at the moment. Fair play to Vincente. Uh, Charles Oliveira and Nick Lentz had a trilogy fight. Brilliant man. Oliveira is just an animal, isn't just he? Just like to put together. And he's only 29 st- and he's been fighting for 50 years. Oh, he's one of my years. favorite fighters. Yeah, 100 years he's been fighting <laughs> for. He's, he's brilliant, man. I love watching him. You always know how much I harp on about Charles. Yeah. And to improve his Muay Thai the way he has. And I think it was, what is his second ever UFC finish on the feet? Uh, in terms of finishing a guy with uh, punches? I think it is. And to do it in such style, uh, I know obviously uh, Nick Lentz is a tough wrestler. Um, everyone thought it was going to be a submission. But Charles is sharpening up in the areas that he needs to sharpen up in. So we know how good man. he is on the He's ground, just... man. I love watching this guy fighting the glasses when he walks out as well. It's hilarious. A blizzard of brutality. He looks like one of those sort of potato men with the, you know, the hair. <laughs> you scroll the way he's the curly hair and the glasses on. He's, he's hilarious. Great guy and a really good fighter. There's a plenty of matches to make for him now. Absolutely, yeah. Davy Ramos increases win streak to four with a decision win over Austin Hubbard. Looks very, very good. 
Aspen Lad gets a decision win over Sahara Eubanks. Quite quite good showing from uh, Aspen Lad as well. And this is a crazy fight there in the last Sprint. round. They, they just they just uh, threw the the footwork out the window yeah. and just went to school on each other, man. Yeah. It was mad. That's the only thing Aspen now you'd like to see her maybe finish a few more fights. Um, yeah. Really good though, really promising. Twenty twenty one, whatever she is, um, very marketable young lady as well, and definitely a lady that's going to challenge for that title. Um, You'd imagine. Year or two, definitely. Des Green gets a big hometown win Another over one. Charles Jordan. Uh, we talked about Michael Pereira, Danny Roberts. Uh, Grant Dawson got a rear naked choke win over Mike Trezano. Um, this is, this was like the start of this card was all finishes. Like just nine. I think it equaled the UFC's record for this oh year. Oh my God, man. Nine finishes. It was crazy. Um, Ed Herman. That was short fuse. Yeah, with the win over Patrick Cummins. Patrick Cummins, man. That, that fight buried on the undercard. Did not get that. Um, Zach Cummins, uh, with a guillotine. What, what do they call this? They call it, uh, you know, a club and sub. That's what I saw Bloody oh, Elbow called it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. I'd never heard of it. They were like, this is a common thing. Uh, I think they were talking to Andy Stevenson about it, like on Twitter. And I was like, I'd never heard that either. Yeah. Uh, Zach Cummins with the submission win over Trevor Giles. <sighs> Julia Arco with a Jeez, nasty head kick. Nasty, just beautiful L. timing. Dick. Poor L. Julian. Yeah. It's lovely. He's always had tough run, hasn't he? He has indeed. Poor fella. Let's have a look at KSW 49. This card was absolutely savage. Absolutely savage. Yeah, it was good. It was brilliant. Um, Saldich is an animal. What do you want me to say? He, he's cleared out that division as far as I'm concerned. That, like, that's the one problem now. Like, he got that first round win over, over Christian Kajabowski. And now KSW have to go and find someone to fight him for the title because I don't see any natural guy that I'm like, oh, he's definitely next, you know? From what I've seen of him, I think he will give anyone a major, major headache. Yeah. In the UFC. Well, in, we talked to the, him about in, that today. In that you know? division. Yeah. We're chatting to him in a, in a bit. And I think, if you look at the way he fights as well, he's very, very um, tentative in the feet. He's always like that in his opening rounds. And the first clatter, you know, it could be it could be lights out for anyone. But he's so clever and he's so pinpoint accurate in what he does. Anyone led Christian in like led Christian. In. Like, come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, and boom, yeah, it's done, it's over. He is the <laughs> RoboCop, isn't he? He's unreal, man. Yeah, unreal. I, look. When I call a prospect of the year, you gotta check them out. Gotta well, check them out. Um, Scott Askham's reborn with KSW. Unbelievable, man. I, I thought his striking was absolutely top class. Uh, we're gonna be talking to Scott, uh, later on as well. That flying knee after being dropped in the second round, man, to come back and just the, the whole sequence. But he, he was there, so calm it? when he even got dropped in the first round. You knew he was fine. Yeah. Like when his back hit the ground, you were like, he's fine. Yeah, he's grand and he was very, uh, calculated in what he did to get out of that situation. And I wonder, Maybe early on, um, we saw those body kicks, which were absolutely lethal. He was hitting them plenty with that body. I kick. think Matilda could have cracked a rib or something. Then the because first couple, his, yeah, the first if you couple. Look at yeah. his hand. The whole rest of the fight, he's protecting the rib, and that's where he ultimately gets caught yeah. when his hand is down. And I think Scott lands an uppercut on him, and it was there was definitely something up there. Um, I think with that side, or maybe he was, you know, overly cautious of getting hit there. His arm was maybe hurt. There was definitely an injury yeah. there as far as I'm concerned. The but British body snatcher. Jesus, man, it was, it was nasty. And it was, uh, listen, fair play to Scott Askham, KSW champion now. Um, just, just phenomenal stuff. Like I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have seen this for Scott Askham, uh, yeah, you know, a year or two ago. Well, like uh, we talked to him later on there and he said what's the big difference is like he went to ATT and you know, that's worked for people. It doesn't work for others. Yeah. But he said what it's done for him, it helped him so much mentally because he was able to see like, oh, yeah, I am able to do this. You know, yeah. I'm able yeah. to get in there with these, with the best guys. I can do this. So 
it's great. It's great to see that. And it, look, the fact that KSW are investing in talent mm. in the UK, it's paying off hugely for them. Like you can feel there's far more of a vibrant situation yeah, when exactly. these fights are on. Uh, Grabowski is most likely going to fight DeFries now for the next uh, for the heavyweight title. Next, obviously Grabowski was in the UFC, had a horrible run there, but great win against Carol Badoff, man. For a guy of his age, unbelievable. Yeah. I think he shocked a lot, an awful lot of people with that win. Yeah, he was very good. It was uh, it was pretty nasty in the end. Got up on top of him, sort of rain and elbows, <laughs> elbows and shots. And shit. Listen, he overcame the adversity as well. You know, it didn't look like the fight was going his way in the the early minutes of it but um yeah a big win from a from a big dude that scares me yeah he's terrifying norman park uh Brilliant. smothered smothered arthur swinski like it's, listen we, i think we know what we're going to get with norman now over his last 10 fights and his t- last 11 fights have all been decisions um man but like i have to say his last two fights were absolutely epic well i mean boris mankowski and the chill chillity ones i know um obviously the moyles price was more to, like this one where he's smothering yeah. a lot more like he has that part of his game but he had two brawls in ksw as well man 100 percent. like i mean what's more clever though like i mean what's the best way to win like obviously not getting hit in the head yeah you know and i mean? think that that performance was um was you know pinpoint really good fight iq um the the judo trips were were excellent and um, throughout the fight did it the first second and obviously the third and listen you know norman was uh was fantastic and he should be really proud of himself after that one it's a uh, it's a good one to possibly set up that uh trilogy with um his good old pal uh matthias Gamrot. well Gamrot seems like he's at an impasse now with ksw they seem like he he seems like to want to take a break he want he's going to compete in the uh i don't know some, some i think he's too much power in that organization huh Gamrot. I think he calls shots for himself too often. It seems that way. Um, well, what do you do? Like, he's huge celebrity. I know, yeah. Unbeaten talent. Probably the best fighter in Europe in terms of his record. Huge, huge following. I mean, what do they, they need do? To, they need to run back that Norman fight, though. The, the yeah, but one. also, at the same time, like, make the weight, Norman. Like, you can't you yeah, can't no, be calling for a 55 shot true. when you're making 163. That's true. No, that you is can't. true. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I agree with you there. Erko Yun, the battle of the influencers against Akop Stosak. Was over very quickly, 36 Some seconds. Power man, holy He reminds me of you God. physically. That power scared me again, like. Mm. Does he train with, um. You? Does he train with Solich? Yes, he's UFD, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So UFD had a great night. They were, the had Solich, you had Erko Yun, you had Martin Zawada, and you had a- Anton Rakic. So, uh, and moving on, yeah, Zawada and Thiago Silva. How? In the name of Jesus, is Thiago Silva having the color of him? He just changed. His color went from <laughs> from uh, fake tan to um, like lobster. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. He um, somehow Fair had fight. his best round in the third round after being on the canvas. Like, like Listen, it was crap technique. Like, but let's not lie. But it was a barn burner of a war. Two guys who were putting everything on the line. I don't know if it was that bad. Jesus no, Christ. Maybe not that bad, but it wasn't the Tiago boxing, Silva. Like, I mean, Zavada's a very good yeah, boxer. It wasn't like. the Tiago Silva we would have seen six, seven years ago um, when he was in the UFC, I don't think. And listen, I remember watching the fight ABC. Um, ACB? ACB. When he, ABC, Jesus. When he fought over there in front of 93 people, I think it was, in one of their LA shows. One of those, the largest attendance they had. His, his cardio just looked absolutely incredibly poor. Um, just knackered yeah. after two minutes, and he's obviously worked on that. You yeah. know, having that little bit of uh, a resurgence in the second and third round. Uh, but yeah, really entertaining fight to watch. I can't complain. Yeah, uh, Anton Rakic got a, another split decision off uh, Dublin-based fighter Pavel P- uh, Politlio. Mm. Uh, Louis Phantom MMA is it? Louis uh, Michael Andra- Andrzak is in some serious trouble now, man. He's after losing to Luis Enrique. I know the stoppage; yeah, it, yeah, was, it was it weird. was it was a bad stoppage. But he was fading. I, I don't think he was going to win that fight if they had to let it continue. Man, he was, 
he, he was thought to be absolutely untouchable mm. until Phil beat him. And now look at that. Like he just what did you make the, like his hand did sort of go limp from the angle yeah, that yeah, he's looking. Yeah, I understand, but again, it's kind of like the Chandler situation when he's yeah. fully awake. You're like, well, it's a bad stoppage, yeah, you know? Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, and then there was Krakowski taking on uh, Dubois in the first fight. Dubois was actually representing Switzerland instead of That's France right, yeah. uh, because he wanted to protest their lack of making it legal in that country. Um, yeah, so... Like, look, it was a very good card. Um, I thought it was, it delivered, it set up 50 well. Um, I'm look, like, uh, look, we, we talked to Scott Askin, we talked to Roberto Saldic. One thing I think we need to clear up is there was a lot of talk about an incident that took place at the weigh-ins. Um, I got some information off that. I, yeah. I, we spoke to Scott, I spoke to, um, Roberto. I've talked to some people from KSW. So basically, um, Christian Kajabowski, Roberto Saldic's opponent, is a fan of a football team. There's another football team in Dansk that are rivals. There was a lot of football shanting going on as well. Yeah, right. So the the rivals to uh, the team that Kajabowski supports, they tried to show up before the weigh-ins. The police stopped all of this uh, because KSW were tipped off about it, so they got the police involved. The police got rid of them all, but... Unfortunately, while the weigh-in was going on, a few of them managed to break in. Uh, I think there was like a good few of them, you know? And when they broke in, they came in and they had like balaclavas on, they were covering their faces, they had like surgical masks and they were throwing pig trotters because there's some kind of song they sing, they chant to the, to the, to their team. They were singing in the arena the other night, there was fans, there was yeah. football songs going around. So they, they uh, were throwing pig trotters and stuff. Now, probably a very scary situation at the time. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, and it was kind of concealed. Everything was sorted out. Um, just to just to let you guys know about that, because there was a few things there online, kind of that made it look like it could have been something else, you know. So um, we talked to Scott and Roberto about it. You can get their sense of it. Like, I mean, one of these things. This happens in Poland. Like, there is there is these kind of uh, groups and stuff, and and KSW always have to deal yeah. with it, but. Like, I can remember when the UFC were over there. Remember they had to cancel one of the fights there? That's right, yeah. But then... The, 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 two, two football teams. Yeah, but the hooligans the but the hooligans used that as like a PR thing then. Like of course. We, we got the UFC. We He's not making money because yeah. of us. And it makes, it makes our sport look bad. Yeah, so KSW are like, we're yeah, going to have to deal with this. Yeah, and, and look, I don't think you can look at it like a, a black mark on KSW at all. You know no, what I mean? No. These things happen... Yeah, so uh, let's check out our first KSW champion of the day because we got two of them. Uh, we'll go with the main event first, Mr. Uh, Roberto Saldic. Uh, for my money, one of the best young talents in all of MMA. What a four as well. Yeah, unbelievable, Scary. man. A terrifying, terrifying man, but he's quite funny as well, as you'll hear. I'm trying to convince him to grow a mustache like Mirsad Bektic, but I don't think he likes the idea <laughs> of it. So, um, yeah, check this out and we'll be back in a minute. I am joined by one of the most talked about fighters in Europe. The KSW welterweight champion who scored an, another amazing one-punch KO in the main event of KSW 49 over one of Poland's great prospects, Christian Kajabowski. It is none other than the Robocop himself, Roberto Saldic. Congratulations, Roberto. What a win. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I got to yeah. say, man. Everybody in the U.S. is talking about you. So many of my colleagues are asking questions about you. Do you feel like this is your biggest win in terms of everybody seems to be talking about Roberto Saldic today? I don't think so because I, I fought with the toughest guy than, than Christian Kaszewski and I respect him. You know, it's a good guy. Strong, stronger, strong puncher, dangerous, undefeated, seven zero. You know, but uh, I was smarter. I'm faster, and 
right on the point, you know. He comes to me and uh, I I throw the left and uh, he was out. So I I don't I didn't expect that, but uh, I I prepared for everything. So I I'm not surprised. I believe in my in my box. I believe in my also resting jujitsu. So yeah, another win for me. Now it's looking forward for next one. Absolutely, and it was a very mm. successful night for your gym, I believe. UFD, you guys went four and zero. Is that correct? Yes, yes, that's correct. We train hard, really, and uh, we give everything for this sport. So my friends also won last night. Was good, was good. Performers of the year, Koyun. He also made good KO. Anton Racic, he made good decision. Our guy's a really tough guy. And uh, Martin Zawada against UFC. Wow, Martin Zawada. Wow. Yeah, old school, old school. <laughs> MMA, old school MMA, just box, hard punches, throwing punches. Really, really amazing. Nice to watch this. Does this uh, motivate you when you're backstage and you're watching your teammates winning? Do you get fired up when you're watching them? Uh, I, I really, I, I don't like to watch before my fight because uh, I don't know how the fight goes, you know. Maybe someone can lose, you know. So uh, right. I don't like, yeah, I just listen music. I focus on myself and then after I watch everything. And uh, But before my fight, I just, music, I just, small talk, I, I just focus for me, you know. What, what music do you listen to? Yes, some like hip hop, you know, like always standard in my life, you know, nothing, I don't change anything. I do how I do like in the sparring and uh, it's normal day for me. Uh, normal, a little bit pressure, that's good, but uh, I don't feel any difference, you know. I I do this every day and uh, it's I like can repetition. Fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand. I understand. You know, one thing I'm I'm worried about, uh, Roberto, is you apparently had your best cut to 170 for this fight. I heard a lot of people at KSW saying you made 170 easier than ever. Is that is that correct? Yes, yes. I learned a lot from from my lose about weight cutting, and uh, I took some some guys for uh, for eat for uh, some good uh, nutrition. Yeah, for nutrition and uh, I I learn a lot. So now, when I weight cutting, I do I do really with smile. I do really positive, so I don't have any any trouble, and uh, I feel great, full of energy. That's its point. So I learned that also in Tristar gym. I, I made fight camp there, so a lot of people, high level people. Uh, I took some secrets and uh, I tried to to use something is good, something is not good for me. So always it's good to try, you know. The one thing I was saying it, it, it's it's worrying is because I thought you had cleared out the welterweight division. I don't see a guy that I think is the next contender for your title. Do you see a guy at 170 pounds in KSW that you believe should fight you for the title next? Yeah, not now. I, I I don't think so. So many opponents, but 
if uh, KSW want to bring someone, they can bring. Why not? I see. But, uh, yeah, but I, I will stay 170. People want to me. I make. I don't know middle middleweight, but uh, I don't like that that uh, move now. I just want to stay 170, defend my belt. Maybe catch weight if someone is big name or something like that. Mm. But my my category is 170 for now, and I will stay there. Right, and I, I gotta ask because you obviously uh, got revenge over Drikas Duplessis uh, for that loss you're referring to about the the weight cut issues you had before that fight. But are you disappointed that he has gone to middleweight and you can't fight him again? You know, because you guys are one each now. You you could have a deciding fight. Yeah, but I, I fought him in the rematch. Yes. I made the rematch. So he he's done with welterweight after my fight. He goes, <laughs> I think. I think I finished him my career in welterweight, you know. <laughs> and uh, he he's tough also, but I made a really big mistake. In the but sometimes it's good before you know to make that. So school uh, lesson is learn. Every school you must pay maybe pay the, with head. Some pay with money, you know. But <laughs> every every school you must pay. So this is good lesson for me. A lot of experience. And uh, I take this now serious every time. So this is no joke. I love my job and I, jo- I enjoy it. So I, I think your relationship with the Polish fans is amazing because usually, you know, the Polish fans, they, they, they support the Polish guys. Um, and it's harder for the international fighters to become fan favorites. You seem to be really, really... Uh, you seem to have a fantastic relationship with the Polish fans. H- how do you feel about those guys? I mean, it, it seems to be it seems to be a great bond you guys have with each other. Yeah, they give me a lot of support and uh, much respect, much much love. So I, I'm I'm also super, like surprised about that because I'm from from Croatia and uh, it's uh, hard to say what I did made. You know, for that. Mm. So, but people, people really, really support me, and uh, maybe a reason is uh, I, that I give good, uh, good, great show. I don't know. Yes, it, it must be. You are very good at giving yeah. the good shows. <laughs> yeah, I always try. I always try do my best. You know, and uh, I looking forward for finish. I, I, I just want to, like fight and. Uh, Polish people love that because Polish people is always like I don't know strong guys. They like yes. this, this kind of uh, sport and uh, MMA in Poland is really really big big uh, sport here. After after football is they they have a lot of respect of the KSW fighters and a lot of support sponsors. They really good live here. Uh, guys are amazing. Mm. Yeah, I, I got to ask you. I heard there was a crazy scene at the weigh-ins when um, the supporters of a rival football team that Kajabowski supports they showed up and they were throwing uh, pig trotters at him and things like this. Was that an insane scene for you? Um, it sounded crazy. I was speaking to some of the KSW staff about it. Yeah, I, I was shocked, you know, because I didn't know what happened there because I was in backstage and behind. And I just saw that they th- throw something, you know. I think that was uh, 
I don't know beer or stones. You know, I think oh, what what is now? You know, I think <laughs> yeah, because every everybody comes to me. Hey, don't worry, this is not uh, uh, how to say. This is from my opponent, uh, his fans. You know, and I it's gonna be tough nights for me. You know, because I don't know what happened, but yes. they don't they. They was not for for me. They was uh, against uh, my opponent because he support another football team, and uh, they they later explain, you know. And uh, now I I just I get relaxed, you know. But uh, before that, I was a little bit pressure, you know. It's yes. not, yeah, it's not easy. I'd say it was scary, man, and, and it didn't last that long, right? It was it was quite quick. It was towards the end, I heard, was it? Yes, yes, but uh, many people, you know, you, you cannot do anything against one hundred people. It's a really, really scary. Uh, yeah, scary, and uh, some they sing something and crazy yeah somebody was telling me it's something about pigs that they sing and then they throw the the pig's feet yes 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 it's really. crazy <laughs> yeah. but um, but they also want you know uh marketing yes they, they took the right time and they they want to do this but Mm. nobody nobody injured that's very important exactly that is the most yeah. important thing yeah. um, and and I gotta say okay Roberto so many US fans were tuning in last night and everybody is asking you know they keep on saying you know how how do you think they keep asking me how do you think Roberto Saldic would get on in the UFC and I, I think you would do incredibly well I don't think there is a big difference between KSW and UFC fighters I really don't Um and how do you feel about that? You know, do you does that annoy you when people say, "Oh yeah, but how would he get on in the UFC?" Does that frustrate you when people don't understand how high level KSW is? Uh, yeah, but UFC is you know it's number one in the world. It's every guy is there is high level. I I mean top ten guys, you know, mm. top fifteen, and uh, it's uh, sometimes it's hard to say. You see. How finish these guys from one FC? They was also in UFC. Yes. So not every fighter, the best fighter in the world in UFC. So we have out, out outside UFC good fighters. But uh, for me, KSW is good. I, I like KSW, and uh, I must stay for the long. So I don't think about UFC. I just focus on KSW. They take care of me and uh, really they give me support and everything. I'm champion here, so I enjoy here. And uh, we'll see what the uh, future brings. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I love you being with KSW as well. I think it's a great match. But I, I wonder um, if hypothetically you could you could think about... Do you think you could compete there? Do you think you could compete with the best guys in the UFC? I'm not yeah. saying uh, we have to go there straight away, but right now, do you feel your ability would, would uh, cross over to the UFC well? Yeah, for sure. I believe that I can be really... In, in a short time, I can be top 10, for sure. I'm, I believe that because I made a really good spar with high-level guys. Mm. Yeah, and uh, they had some troubles really from against me, and they respect me after that. So I, I I'm sure that I can. I'm sure you can there. too. 
I'm yeah, sure you can. Yeah. Um, where, what is your plan now? Are you going home to Croatia for a while? Are you going to Canada? What, what is yeah. your plans? Yeah, I want to, I want to go to Croatia for two weeks, like vacation, to see my family, my friends. And after that, uh, I will be in the gym. So, yeah, maybe I will go again in TriStar Gym. And uh, I'm going to train there grappling a lot of grappling there so i growing up everywhere but uh, grappling is like number one there you know it's very good guys high level bjj class and very nice to is meet it, Biras, yeah. is it good to have mirsad bektic there a guy from the same kind of area as you i, I think yes. you guys get on very well right yes yes we are really good and uh, he's my like brother. You no, know? we we yes. every day we spend every day coffee training. It's good to have someone in the in another country. You know, it's he's a cool guy. It, yeah, he's a cool guy, and uh, he now he fight now against uh, against Josh Ermet. Ermet. Oh Ermet. yes, yes, and uh, will be a good fight. Tough, this Josh tough, but I believe in Mirsad. He is really strong on the ground. The wrestling is amazing. I like him. Featherweight, really. He's now top nine, and uh, we'll see. No. Yes, he's just injuries has been unfortunate for him. Yeah. I, I believe he's one of the best in the world. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that too. But but some 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 time, you know, it's crazy. This injury, it's. Oh, oh, a sport, you know, it's hard sport, hard sparring, hard days sometimes, you know. When are you going to grow a mustache like Mirsad? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, I, I show sometimes, I show sometimes his old teacher, hey, I, he says to me, hey, what the, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I think you should try for your next fight. Yeah, maybe. People, people say to that, but uh, no. Better shape. <laughs> so, Cleaner. so when do you, when are we going to see you again? Is it possible that you could be on the KSW fifty card in London, or do you think it will be later than that? Uh, um, maybe no, uh, maybe in London. I don't have any injuries, so four months till London, I have enough time. Wow, we'll see. Who maybe maybe you know who is opponent. I must, I must thinking about that. So I have time, but uh, yeah, maybe no. I, I, I really don't know what my manager will talk with uh, Marty Lewandowski and Kavul, and uh, we'll see. You know. So all of the fans that listen to the show, Roberto wants you to tweet him with the name of the opponent he should fight next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. you find him on Twitter. And um, we'll make sure we'll share out your uh, Twitter handle. And uh, Roberto, thank you so much. You're, it's an absolute pleasure to watch you fight, my friend. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Have a safe thank flight home. And thanks to Tommy, too. Thank you. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Great to hear from Roberto Soldier, the Robocop himself. Beast. Yeah, he's an animal. Um. Look, we don't have any fights to preview this week, so we've kind of we're just going to run through a few things. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I need a day off. Yeah, we need it. We need a we need a weekend off. No MMA. Yeah. So um, well, we were at the SBG Media Day last week. We were. Do you remember? <laughs> we were. Just about. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, I had a nightmare. I have a new camera set up, and 
it didn't really go to plan. Um, and yet the next day you were abusing me for my public microphone error. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, of, course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Listen, it happens to the best of us, PT. Um, but yeah, uh, that's a side address mic as well, you know that? You're supposed to like... I know now. Talk in the side. You never told me that when you gave me that I mic. Did. You absolutely I did. hundred percent did. I told um, you everything. Let's talk. <laughs> let's everything talk you know and you fucking mocked it. Let's talk about this media day. Um, answers from John. Uh, we got a bit of clarity on a few situations there. He says he doesn't work for Bellator, which we talked about for a long time. So we yeah. should probably uh, put that at the very top. Um, there's also uh, he he spoke about Emma. It seems like. Things are, things are progressing yeah. there, man. Like, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, um, at the weekend. So they, they passed a motion at the weekend, um, at their E, um, AGM, EGM, their ex- extraordinary general meeting. So, um, I've looked at all this shite <laughs> learned it in the last week, but, um, yeah. So basically, um, the proposal they've put together for Sport Ireland to try and get recognition for the sport has been internally voted and passed by the membership board of EMA. So now it has got the green light to go ahead to be proposed to Sport Ireland in order to get the sport recognition, which is which Brilliant. is excellent. It's great news. Also, uh, I was speaking to Andy Ryan um, just yesterday, and he was telling me that they're actually they're doing great with this perf- high performance unit. Like they're having these uh, team sessions, and excellent. everybody's going, and it's brilliant. So that's good to see guys earning their place on the team. Um, and he said, like, look, it, it seems like on that end of things. It's, it's getting a lot more organised. So yeah. all good things. And I think Andy is, you know, Andy wanted to get away from the administration yeah. side of it and on, you know, on being on the, you know, on the board and doing the, the paperwork and all that. Andy is very much a hands-on guy as we know. And Look, I think Andy, it's a great Andy, role for Andy. He's a, he's a great, uh, he's a great aura about Andy when he's in the yeah. gym. He's a, he's a great leader. Like, yeah. Um, and, and he has also competed at a very high level in judo. Like he knows what it looks like to get a team together. He is at the very top of the sport in judo. So I mean, no better buckle, and I know Paddy's helping him, Barry's helping him, so great. Andy's a man a lot of people have respect for as well. Because he would crush your soul if with you one of his massive him. arms. He just look at you and he just kills me. Yeah, he's terrifying. Yeah. Um let's talk about my microphone faux pas. Um <laughs> look, a lot of people won't notice. Like everyone thinks that Sean is this creative, happy soul. He's actually he's actually a, a total prima donna. He showed up two minutes before we went live. I was like, Sean, is this microphone okay? He's like, Shut your face, Paddy. Yeah. I'm just going to start doing this now. Shut your stupid mouth. That's what Sean said. He's like, I don't give a fuck about your mic. That's what he said. Shut Shocking. your mouth or I'm going to fly over to Ireland and beat the shit out of you. That's what he said. I'll shut you. Watch so, your back. So I was terrified. I was terrified. <laughs> uh, I, I'd never used a, a mic like this before. I was very worried about how the US public would would embrace me or if they wouldn't embrace me. And Sean was like, you better not fuck this up. And I was like, oh, no, man. And he fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You blew it out of the much. fucking park. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I warned Sean before and I told him, so. Yeah. Listen. But that's just the truth about Sean. Sean is evil though. Yeah. It's, 100%. Man, can you not see it in yeah, the guy? Yeah, like, yeah, he just. Yeah, definitely. He's like a devil. Like, you know, he's like possessed. His eyes are just pure evil. He tries to be nice and then he's just. <laughs> yeah. It's, like it's, a, it's a facade. Like, he, he tries to act like Barney the Dinosaur and he's actually a T-Rex. From he Jurassic is. Park. He is. He yeah. is a T-Rex. So Definitely. that's completely Sean's fault. Uh, make sure you get onto him and, and tweet to him and say, look, we heard Eurobash. PT gave us the full account. Um, it's completely your fault. And um, don't try and paint a different Tell picture. You, Sean, you want to watch yourself. Don't, yeah. don't this, don't this piddling PT. <laughs> piddling 
going to be. Oh my god! I wish I was piddling the other night. Watch man. yourself. Bad food wait, like, can, wait, like catch you at, a, at the next event, El Shadi. <laughs> See the guns and El Shadi. I'm challenging to fight right now, oh right here in Europe. Blue belt you too, I think. Ah, listen, I'm rugby ace. Crush him. He ain't, yeah, he ain't in a spike yet, lads. Oh, I want to say a big uh, happy birthday to Galerme Cruz as well. My uh, Brazilian friend, the one of the greats. Um, I love that guy, man. A happy birthday happy to birthday. him. Yeah, legend. Um, yeah, so... Uh, oh, I forgot... It's my about. birthday today. Is it? It isn't, is it? It is, yeah. No way. Yeah, 32. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not my birthday. But, um, you know my fucking birthday. Jeez. I don't know anyone's birthday, man. Um, yeah. I just want to say, um, obviously we had K Doc and all telling us that actually you can't review our podcast for some reason. So thanks for, like, thanks for trying anyway, guys. I really appreciate that. Sorry for going rasher. I did not know that term before. I went rasher about that. Never apparently. heard rasher. No, going rasher. Jesus. Must be never a heard thing. It's not a southside thing. It is, yeah. And, um, yeah, but like, lads, to be honest, we won't spend much time on this, but um blown away by the numbers since we went on iTunes. I can't, be- I can't believe it. Um, iTunes is the shizzle. It's look. I when we started this, I had like a pie in the sky number in my head, and I hope we'd get that per episode. Like it's double that. Like I, I just can't believe it. And uh, thanks so much. It's, I re- I'm blown away by it. Um, and we really you're all a bunch it. of wankers recording, so I don't even, <laughs> don't even like, uh, like Sean, I hate these guys. Sean Al Shaddy part two here. They're as good as each other. Do you think I'm kind of becoming a bit like Sean? Yeah. Like an absolute psychopath and then yeah. lovely you're on the mic. Dictator. <laughs> See the abuse I get. Jeez, I'm not even joking either. <laughs> but, um, I think that's, uh, we've, we've covered uh, a few good ground there. We covered some ground just to, uh, because there's no previews to do when. Um, I think we better mention something as well. That we've, we've I'm worried. Forgotten. I'm worried because we're going off. No, we're going no, off no, the menu not, here. We're not going off. Well, a little bit off the menu, but it's not. It's not bad. It's still mixed martial arts. Sage Norcutt's knockout, man. That Devil. was another one. You're just going. Uh, may take some time off. A lot of time. Eight, nine breaks. I think on his eye. Um, nine hour surgery. It's supposed to be four hours. Oh, man, rough. Young guy to be. You know. That's what I mean. His age, dude. Not good. You know, I felt sorry for Sage as well. And, you know, people do give him shit, but the kid is super positive and I, I genuinely hope he recovers. Um, of course. It just, just so nasty to see that for, for like, that's the hardest, that's the toughest opponent he's ever faced. Like, you know, yeah. like they, they, they did not give him a softball and that dead spin article, oh, Sage Norcutt loses his debut Pathetic. in the minor leagues. Shut Pathetic. your mouth, yeah, lads. Come yeah. on. Don't have a clue. That's click, that. that's clickbait as far as I'm it's concerned. Just, it's just, yeah, outrage it, bait. It, it's, yeah, that's what it is. It's, Goring in an audience um, that they know they're going to get and they know they're going to get a response out of. So, listen, if you see articles like that, I wouldn't even just go near them. I'd just uh, dislike them if you can't. Well, I mean, I think it was good that everybody came out and said, look, this is wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, the I, I didn't, don't even think the article got that many shares. It was mm. more people just going, mm. like, this is wrong. Mm. This is terrible. How can you print this? Yeah. Which, and, and they're dead right about that. Um, let's have a word with uh, Scott Askham now, the KSW middleweight champion. The thing about Scott is, like, I had a, obviously after my crazy promo for KSW, I had a lot of US people on that, uh, kind of getting onto me as they were watching this. And not, not a lot of people said this to me, but a minority, like about two people said to me, like, oh, what does it say about KSW when a guy that went two and four in the, in the UFC is their champion? And I just, I gotta say, man, go back and watch Scott's fights in the UFC. He's a different man now. I, I mean, I really believe that. I feel like he's completely different. And look, if you don't know who Ma- Michael Materla is, man, 
Like Matera is one of the greats of that whole organization. He's a he's a he's a Polish legend. So I mean, just go back and have a think about this. Like he he is a different fighter now, and he'll explain that in our interview. It was great to speak to him. Um, a guy who won the middleweight title and then got straight on a plane home so he could be with his daughter on her birthday. Man, he is an absolute champ. Um, and it's great to see this resurgence in him. And and as we said already, great to see the English having such great times with KSW. So um, we'll go over to Scott now, and we'll be back to wrap this baby up. I'm now joined by the newly crowned KSW middleweight champion and it's a second victory for Scott Askham over Polish legend Michael Materla and what a way to get it done with that flying knee in the third round. Scott, how are you my friend? What a fantastic win. Yeah, I'm good, yeah. Um, I got back early yesterday morning, uh, like as, as you will have heard in, inside the cage, it was my daughter's birthday, so if I'm Family was away at the caravan. I met up with them, and I've literally I've just got back. I've just walked through the door now. I'm back home. But yeah, feeling good. That's amazing, man. Well, I'd say that meant a lot, an awful lot to your daughter for you to get on a plane straight after that victory and <laughs> come all the way home. I'd say yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, I, I had a present to fetch for her, didn't I? So I promised it, and I delivered. <laughs> yes, yes. You gave the gold belt straight to her, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's, both my daughters, put it straight around both my daughters and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing moment, man, and it's, it's, it's really, you've just been unbelievable under the KSW banner. But what I wanted to ask you first is, I mean, after the, the first fight just took a minute to get done, did you anticipate that this one would be longer this time around? Yeah, there was no, there was no way that uh, I could do better than the first fight. Really, yes. <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously, I, I landed the strike early. I got the job done. Um, I know in the promotion he was saying that he's done his own work and this now, but I think he was referring to my liver kicks because even some of the Polish fans started to believe that I just had liver kicks. Uh, I was seeing some comments like, uh, "Oh, Scott only has liver kicks." Blah blah blah. This other. Um, and obviously, they get talked about a lot about in the interviews as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you finish two fights like that, they are obviously going to get talked about. So, um, I, I'm happy to show more in the game as well uh, to the fans. Um, I think they got to see a bit of everything um, on the ground, my character, my art. Um, obviously, my stri- the, they knew the striking were good, but I got to see uh, other strikes. But yeah, I still, um, I still um, landed the liver kick. I know, I know, I know, I would. I said, I said this in interviews. He, he can know it's coming. It, that, that's no problem. He can know it's coming. I'm still going to land it. It's like Mirko Crop kick, Crop's eye kicks. They knew they were coming, but he still landed them. Uh, I feel that strike that many times. I just make it work for me. Yeah, I mean, you were tattooing his body with that uh, kick early on. Over the first, uh, as, as long as the fight was going, I felt that was just one of the best shots as usual. It's just a fantastic body kick that you have there. I mean, I, I feel like you might have hit him 20 shots to the body in that fight. Yeah, I, I, I still had a chance to watch, watch the fight back. Yeah, obviously I got straight back. Uh, I've been with family, but I, when, when I do get time, I will watch the fight back. But yeah, I do, I, I do remember some point in the fight, uh, very early. Where I, I hit him with two two brutal body shots, really, really like full power, landed clean. Uh, so yeah, credit credit to him. Uh, he's still hung in there, and and I, I knew I knew it was going to take a lot to get him out of there. Uh, but he he took a deep breath at the, at the start of the third. And 
I was tired. I think a lot of people mistake type make the mistake between tired and gas. You can be tired as you want in there. There's a difference between tired, tired and gas. I can work while I'm tired there, and obviously I showed that in the third again. I've got the combinations were still there. I started to miss most most of his shots. Um, I know I got caught in the in the third, but uh, in the second, sorry, but uh, I wasn't. I wasn't really like rocked or dazed. I mean, I got caught. I got, got I got pulled me back, but I, I wasn't dazed or anything. I was still, I was still in there. Um, but ultimately, I, I, I was confident I would finish him at some point. Yeah. I mean, what a way to do it, eyes. man! Like, I mean, yeah. that knee is. Did you get to see the? Tell me, you got to see the KO at least because it's just crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I see. I see the KO. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was, it was a nice sequence of strikes there. Uh, yes. That 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 put us into this position, and uh, obviously, it, again, I visual I visualized it all backstage. I mean, like, there's so many strikes. I see myself hitting them with. Um, the flying knee wasn't actually one of them, but uh, <laughs> but it was there, it was there, and um, and it, 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 was, it was a nice KO. I think he's probably one of my best KOs. Yeah, has to be, has to be. But like, I mean, there was there was one thing I was asking. I interviewed Materla ahead of the fight, and I, I saw a tweet that Martin Lewandowski put out, and it's like he was kind of saying everybody thought that Scott Askham was just another can for Materla to crush before your first fight. Now you're the champion of the organisation and you've finished every single opponent they've put in front of you. Does that feel good to you? And I really feel like you won over the Polish fans as well over there. I mean, this is yeah, this is amazing, right? Like, I mean, you must be proud of this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, and, uh, like you say, I feel, I feel like uh, a lot of people that that do get took into Poland feel like that. Like uh, you, you can to be crushed and, and, and to build their fighters. I mean, like, uh, but I, I feel like. KSW themselves put belief in me from the start. It wasn't a one fight deal that I signed on. I mean, I signed on three fights, so uh, I feel like they put some belief in me. That uh, I'm not saying they wanted me to win or anything. I mean, like obviously the, uh, the first fight, I would have believed they wanted Matilda to win. Maybe they the aren't sure how how they work, uh, but yeah, um, I feel like I've really won the crowd over now. Where uh, I feel, I feel like uh, there's a lot on my side. Um, Still, they're still back the Polish a lot more, which, which is obvious. They're going to do it. It's, it's, it's actually good to see. I like to see it. You know what I mean, like, uh, mm. like on the um, the Polish fans are really good. You know what I mean, but Matilda's a a superstar over there. Legend, yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, when 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 they do that, like the polls before the fight, you know, the, just the Instagram polls um, before the last fight. Ninety-four percent of people said that Matilda would win the fight. Jesus Christ! They, they, so after after this fight, it, it was still eighty percent. I mean, so wow. I, 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 won, I won some over, but yeah, he still he still got eighty percent of votes. So <laughs> yeah, it was cracking. It, it was cracking fight, man. He's uh, Matilda's a true warrior, and uh, I, I can see why the fans do love him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I knew, I knew that it would be. In, uh, again, I watched the fight end sequence, and he's still throwing strikes, big, powerful strikes to try to finish the fight. Um, he's got no quitting him whatsoever. And um, the first time we fought, he did the same. I hit him with a, the body shot, and he was crumpled up, and then he just threw it up, he threw an overhand right. Um, but I did expect that before before I fought him. I did expect that. Uh, I'd also seen that when he fought Mohamed. Uh, he fought Mohamed Khalidov, and 
he was literally dancing on, on rock legs. He couldn't even like stand up straight, but he tried his best to carry it off with his powerful strike. Even though, so I, I, I know what, I know what type of fighter he was. He's a, he's a true warrior, and I'm sure they're back. Mm. And, and like one thing I want to say as well is like I have so many like it felt like more than ever there was people from the US tuning in they have that Dazen deal over there now Dazon should I say excuse me but a lot of people from the US were tuning in and and there's this sentiment that was kind of by some it was a very small minority of people were kind of saying well this guy Scott Askham he couldn't make it in the UFC and he's the champion of this division what does it say about the KSW but for me you're a completely different fighter now. Like, I mean, this, like, yeah. you've got to agree with me here. Like, I mean, you look like a, a completely different guy when you're fighting these days. Is that how you feel about it too? Because I certainly feel that way. Yeah, I've just, I've just looked, um, I've just looked at the fight, fight matrix ranking, rankings there. Uh, I'm, I'm ranked 18th in the world now. The, the only guy that I fought and lost to who is ranked above me. Is Jack Manson. Jack Manson's ranked fifth in the world. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, I'm ranked against all the other guys that I lost to, um, and my, my results are speaking for themselves. You know what I mean, I've uh, I've had four fights since losing the UFC. Three of them have been by finish, and I've had performance at night bonuses. And I, I haven't received one for this one yet, but I'm. I'm you better. I will. <laughs> I, I will at least get knockout out or fight the night, maybe even both. Yeah. Uh, from, from from what people say about the fight, so, so I've got performance of the night bonus in each each one of them fights. I've got fight of the night against Luke Barnett, two knockouts of the night, and then I, I would have thought I'm looking at another knockout of the night for this one. So, um, yeah, UFC is impossible. I don't. I, I thought UFC. I know I lost two in a row, and, it, and the brutal were cutting people. Do you know what I mean? I know I knew I was fighting for my job, and um, I thought I, I thought and I lost a split decision and got rid of me. So I, I feel like it's their, it's their loss more than anyone's. Um, I ju- that was my first fight under ATT as well. So um, has that been a big difference, Scott? Like going over there and training yeah, there? Yeah. Oh man, honestly, literally cha- changed the game. Honestly, like I'm, I'm a totally different fighter now. Um, and it's the the confidence is the massive thing. I mean, like each fight, I'm just building with confidence. Like again, this fight more than any, I think my confidence is going to go through the roof because it, it won't it won't just be striking that one show Saturday night. Do you know what I mean? I showed good ground ground skills in everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I know I'm on my back most of the first round, but like it will be attacking. Do you know what I mean? Like. On, on paper, I probably lost that round, which is a bit like it's unfair to give me that fight round as a loss. Do you know what I mean? Because your I elbows, so everything. Many, yeah. I, yeah, I hit him with so many strikes, but that's the way fighting goes. But I, I was slapping that I get a good account of myself. Um, whereas in the UFC, I, I don't, I don't think I did get a good account of myself. Uh, I, I blame that a lot. Uh, trying to focus on on the rest of my game instead of my striking. Do you know what I mean? Like. Uh, I, I was trying to get catch all all the rest of the game up to me striking, and I, and I neglected me striking. Do you know what I mean? And I'll never yes. do that again. Uh, some interviewers asked me, uh, "Oh, Matilda's talking about taking you down. Are you going to work more on your ground this time?" Uh, and I, I haven't. Do you know what I mean, obviously, I've still done the groundwork, but I have been I've been focusing on me striking. Do you know what I mean, strike or strike, you, you start this fight standing. Uh, we started standing five times. We've been a five round fight. Do you know what I mean? So. 
it's not as easy to get someone to mat, and it's even harder to hold on someone to mat. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I, I always felt them opportunities come uh, where where I've been, I've been putting a, a volume of strike on on, on him, and that, that's what happened. Yeah, it's um, it's like I mean, a lot of people seem to be talking about Kaladov now. Like I mean, surely. That guy is the biggest middleweight legend KSW has ever had. Everyone's talking about that London card. Is that the ideal situation for you now, Kaladov in London? I I, I dream for that fight. Um, yeah, obviously London will, London's on the right will be a quick turnaround again. Something that I always like a quick turnaround. Um, I know it's Ramadan right now uh, as we speak, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what sort of shape Kalinov's in, and, and, and whether that that would be possible. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. We, we haven't spotted case to be yet, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I know, I know his teams are coming back, but yeah, that'd be great. Um, again, obviously they want me on the London card. Um, so who, who, who else is there? Who, who would who would be another fight? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Would. Or would it possibly would it be possibly one more and carried off? Next year, I mean, I, I, I hear rumours of going back to the stadium. That'd be, that'd be another dream of mine. Do you know what I mean? So, that would be crazy. But, yeah, that'd be carried off in that stadium. Would be, it'd be the bi- biggest moment in my career by a mile. Yes. By a mile. So, um, I'd, I'd rather have carried off in that stadium than in London if I could pick. But I'll take him in here. Yeah, you'll take it as it comes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just have yeah. one last question for you, Scott, because there was a lot of talk about the craziness that happened at the weigh-in. Um, from what I hear, some uh, hooligans tried to get in at the start. The police cleared them. Then some managed to get in uh, at the very end, and they were throwing pigs trotters, and they were wearing balaclavas. From what I hear, they were a rival supporters club to the team that Christian Kajabowski uh, supports. He, he obviously fought... Uh, Roberto Saldic in the main event but but initially you guys were meant to be the main event right and they changed it around just in case anything popped off yeah yeah you've pretty much just said it all in, in, <laughs> in that statement you know what I mean like uh, there's not really much much more to say on it like uh, was it as, no, as, far, as far as I'm aware no, no one got hurt I mean yeah. uh, I, I just I just think they came in making a bit of noise as far as I'm aware that uh, no all, all my, as it happened, obviously all my friends and family were in there, do you know what I mean? So wow. I'll, 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 I'll ring in them to make sure they were all right. But, um, they were all wearing Union Jack and England flags and everything like that. Um, I'd say it was I worrying it was when nice. it happened, you know? Like when they when it, when they come in and you don't know what's going on, I'd say that was scary, you yeah, know? But, but I, I, yeah, but I, I'd rather not take that away, anything away from Kirsten. Oh, you know no, I mean? like, no so, way. One, 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 yeah. What I'm trying to say is it was it was an isolated incident. Uh, no one got hurt or anything, and um, I don't I, I don't want a, a little incident like that to overshadow what Case were doing. I mean, Case were a great event, and um, I don't want people to hear that and, and, and think anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you, I you understand. Can't, you can't, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's KSW's fault as much as it's these guys. Obviously, yeah, yeah, you know course, yeah. these yeah, hooligans yeah, yeah, jumping I, I, in. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously they switched the fight round and I will bother that. We, we fought earlier and uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm glad that everyone was okay uh, in your crowd and everything like that. Would it? Like, I mean, I think it was it was dealt with at the time, and, and I I don't think it's a bad reflection on KSW. I just think these these things happen, right? These these yeah, bad eggs yeah. are everywhere. But um, yeah. Scott, what a win! 
absolutely amazing resurgence in your career. I think it's been amazing to watch how much you've developed since the UFC. I think you're a completely different fighter. And I can't wait to see what they do with you next, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Me too. I mean, it's exciting. Like I say, it's exciting times. Uh, um, I'm going to sit down and uh, enjoy the moment and then see what reminds you and see where we go. Brilliant, Scott, man. Thank you so much. Perfect. Nice one. All nice one, man. Bye, appreciate bye. that. Thank you. Right, I'll see you, bye. Great to hear from Scott there. I don't think he was too happy with me asking about that whole, uh, the hooligan thing towards the end. And look, I didn't, I did, I left it till the end of the interview because I didn't want to overshadow what an amazing win that was. But look, it seems like, you know, it was a situation that was handled. We've spent enough time in it now yeah, anyway. Yeah. What a fantastic win for Scott. I was in hell last week, no. <laughs> you know I was. Yeah. It, I got, I got some <laughs> ferociously bad. Uh, audio notes for me it was it was quite disturbing when you're trying to have a point again <laughs> um i went out on thursday with the dog um bit of exercise in and i was like oh i'll get the uh he basically right this is the story elaine has him on a diet he goes oh i'm gonna go walk the dog and he goes out and gets a big feed of food and <laughs> he's getting punished no i was like got i got to wrap in the shop and uh i went back and i ate it and uh soon after it was departing my body from all angles all angles man and it was like water oh, and it's, it's i rough. mean i'm not talking anderson silva like water here i'm talking about brown water oh <laughs> brown water <laughs> you remember that up in belfast brown water what are you giving me this brown water for <laughs> man i was in a heap it, it's actually like i've oh, had some pretty worse. serious illnesses in my time and that was worse than any of them it's it's something about bad food poisoning that <laughs> it's just like, I remember uh, very much so, uh, it's only about literally three years ago. The fever it gives you, like, you're nearly hallucinating oh, and you're going mad. Unbelievable. Like. Like, I had a, had a burrito and literally with four hours later, I'm like, oh man, oh man, what's wrong with me here? Just sitting, sitting there, like something, like something that's just lodged in your gut. And by the end of the night, I was on the floor crying, drinking water, puking and shitting. Um, head in the bidet, <laughs> arse was just like red raw, projectile vomiting all over the wall. Um, oh, just like, oh, oh, lying on, you know, cold tiles and yeah, shit. To yeah, yeah, Just get any sort of relief. I had the cold shiver, so I was the opposite. I was trying to like heat myself up, like I was wrapping myself in blankets and piss and sweat. But that's, yeah, it was happening both ways. Like, yeah. Just, oh. I, had, I had the ensuite right beside my bed. Elaine, of course, went to the spare room, fair play. But, um, <laughs> I was like just sliding into that fucking bathroom every like I get, oh, and then, then when I tried to go asleep, yeah. see I always meant to cover one FC in the morning, yeah. and I was like I had to get onto to Brian, and I was like Brian, man, I I am not like lying here. This is I am in a seriously bad way. Lucky, of course, the Brazilian beast uh, picked up for me and did it. What a fucking legend he is, Galerme. But um, I was I was in hell, man. Like it's not the worst. It's it's right up there with the worst sentences you can have with poison. I've had a few doses of it oh god man god yeah like i mean i gotta man i don't know you drink a lot of water yeah like you it's, said it's the best you just said just get just it out, it out just because it's gonna it's gonna come out one yeah. way just literally what i do everyone's you know, saying just stay away from, just take painkillers and just drink water that's it that's like, it don't take emodium because you just get it out of you yeah. just get it out of you emodium will clog you up for an extra day yeah oh I, like and then Saturday obviously was KSW and i was thinking like after cutting this promo i can't call in sick today like i can't yeah. say like i'm not able but lucky enough, it is one of them things, like, when it's gone, you start feeling, like, very much better, like. Yeah, too much better, and then you go out and drink a lot of piss, and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, 
No, what have I done? Then you have to record a podcast yeah. on Monday and you're in a heap. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, very rough day. Like, well, it was actually two days. It was Thursday and Friday. And yeah. just. I think I'm coming down with something as well. There's a bit of nasty dose going on. Elaine has it. The, the cough and everything. Yeah, and yeah. All that. And my chest was killing me and sorry. I actually thought I was having a heart attack, which could have, could have possibly been the case as well. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I'm off tomorrow now, so I'm happy. I'm at four days in the bounce there. And up, I literally got up an hour's cape last night instead of watching golf. Um, well done, Brooks Kepka. Uh, <laughs> no idea who any of these people are. Um, so he won the USPJ Championship. Um, and then I got to bed. I kept just waking all night and sweating and stuff as well. Oh. So it's not a good sign. And uh, I was up at like quarter, quarter five this morning. Just uh, just tired, man. Just, I hope you're off tomorrow, yeah? I am. Yeah, thank God. Fantastic. I'm chill. Lads, Fuck I know it's all. been a bit of a disjointed episode because we have nothing to preview for next week. But, uh, thank you so much to our fantastic guest, Leon Edwards, who always gives us a great time. Uh, what a guy. Uh, Scott Askham. I wouldn't give you any time. <laughs> Scott Askham and Roberto Solis, the KSW champions. Thank you so much, lads. Um, thanks to you, Noel. And thanks to <laughs> water. Christ. Thank well, you wait, 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 to microphone. Wait, I stop recording this. Thank you to pizzas. A different story. Thank you to food even poisoning. thank you to food poisoning because yeah, I've lost poisoning. ten pounds and I feel fantastic. <laughs> You've lost ten pounds. I lost. I lost three point five kilos. I know you probably would. It does. Yeah. Not the bollocks. Elaine right. was going to pissed off. She was like, "What? How many? How much weight do you lose? I'm going out to get girl, some of that egg mayonnaise." Girls will oh, go food poisoning. I'm so sick. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. And then, yeah. then imagine if they were sick. Jesus, you wouldn't hear the end of it. I don't know. I think we're worse, man. Like, shut up. You're not supposed to say no, that. No, when Elaine gets sick, she's like a fucking yeah, arm. Like she's like a marine. You're not supposed to say that. Though. Get out of here. This is unsaid secret. They are harder. Like they are harder people. Shut up. I'm not messing. They're not. Like she kind of makes like if Elaine got that sickness, you just ruined. It's like. Santa, like, you're not supposed to say these things. It's like, when, that's why they call it man flu, because we ham it up. Yeah, I know, but like, we still have to deny that. <sighs> We're tougher yeah, on the south side. Ah, he is though. Yeah, 100%. Oh, no, he's played it's hockey over here, like that John <laughs> Elliott led, don't you? <laughs> don't mention it, he's been doomed. You should see the messages. He's been calling me, uh, he thinks I look like an ape on a, he, <laughs> he, 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 he <laughs> sending me pictures of, um, what do you call it? Um, a Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> and he, I think he looks like a little chimp. Right, yeah. And he looks like a bit like Bran as well from Game he of Thrones. He does look a bit like yeah. Bran. So he's like, <laughs> he's just, like, look, look, look at this, like, look, look, I know you guys can obviously see this, but, like, look at all this. A lot of messages. Like, it's just, this is all today. This is like, not even, this is when I was in work and shit earlier on, like, look. <laughs> it's like two kids, he's a, he's a stupid boy. Um, well look. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I see he made the girls team for Leinster, that's great. Yeah, yeah fair, fair play to him. Yeah. Running, around, <laughs> running around playing uh, what do they call it Quidditch or whatever <laughs> well look we are talking absolute brown at this stage we better uh, go um, before Pete gets fucking food poisoning we're again. sick as pigs we're tired uh, we're unemotional and thank fuck there's no MMA this week. <laughs> yeah, we need some time off man <laughs> we're going mental so uh, yeah talk to you soon thanks very much for your, your continued support, support. Um, and, and he's gonna say, yeah, but wankers here. Yeah, I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm gonna Defend it, will you? go full Al Shaddy, as they say. <laughs> See you next week, love yous. <laughs>